Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. I'm joined by Fraser today. Hello, Fraser. Hello, hello. How are you, Liam? I'm all right. And yeah, the more observant of you will have noticed that it's Liam Manning the podcast today, but also Liam Manning, the Oxford United manager. Um, so the reason there's only two of us uh, is because it's an emergency pod. <laughs> We've yeah. gone, oh, we better put something out. So uh, the, the search is over. The incredibly short search, I seem to remember waiting a long time for, for managers in the past. Uh, obviously, most recently, Carl Robinson seemed to go on for ages. Yeah, I think we said on the last pod, it was two months exactly from Clotet sacking to um, Carl Robinson's appointment. Yeah, this is what? 12 days um, since Robinson was was sacked. So yeah, in Oxford United terms, it's it's a very, um, it's quite a speedy appointment. Um, probably aided by our league position um, and the situation we're, we're currently in, in in that. Yeah, this is a fairly rapid one for Oxford. I mean, we can talk about the shortlist, but but very sort of to the point, Liam Manning, are you, are you happy with that? Yes, yes, I am. Um, Appleton was my my favourite after hearing George Ellick wax lyrical about him on the Dub podcast. I, th- I was convinced immediately, which is how weak I am. Um, but yeah, I bought into the romance of it and the the you know what could be. But I think actually. Um, and you know, I'm led to believe. Well, not by anyone in particular. But we're all led to believe he he got quite far in the in the interview process. Uh, it was him, Grant McCann, and and Manning, wasn't it? And yeah, Appleton was the one I favoured. But since the announcement has has come out, I'm I'm uh, I'm really happy with with Liam Manning. Yeah, I know the immediate thing to look at is what was his last job and how did that end? And yeah, it's not good reading. Um, but when you look into that further, the, you know, from the point of view of MK Dons fans, there seems to be um, the lion's share of them saying that their league position and, and has to say, probable relegation is not his fault. Um, and, you know, you look at the season before, um, they they were on fire. and and but for, but for us beating them in April last year, they would have been in the championship. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, there's... There's. It seems that they sold their biggest assets and got a few loans in to try and plug those gaps, hmm. and just didn't. Did it like they they didn't come anywhere near the caliber. And I know there'll be people listening going, "Sounds familiar," but I think <laughs> um, the the yeah, just the the way the club handled it wasn't great. Yeah. My biggest um, sort of. The, the thing I'm most apprehensive about is we've undone them each time because they overplayed from the back. Hmm. Um, but when we've undone them each time, but they've still got 89 points <laughs> last season, that's, you know, I, yeah. I can handle that. I can handle a team yeah. doing the double over us if we get that many points. Yeah. It's, um, I guess the immediate thing is, does he sort of fit well enough with our players, our style of play, all of that stuff to keep us up this season. My gut mm. tells me he probably does. Like he's coming, it's, yeah. it's not like he's going to try and play that kind of football with a rough and ready side that are, are constantly playing the long ball. What he likes to do is what we've been saying we've been missing, yeah. which is to play it through and create chances, not to play it along the back and lump it long, which is what has been a lot of this season when it's not been working. It's just been the, okay, well, instead of trying to get crosses in, it, it, 
we haven't been creating those chances, whereas that's something he really likes to do. He's going to take charge of a team who, you know, let's be honest, we all know should not be anywhere near the position we're in. And he can say that to the players straight away. Look, this is madness that we're even in this position. The squad is a lot better than this. I think, you know, it's um, he's a great long-term appointment. I... I have confidence he can keep us up. It's hopefully a shot in the arm that we need. Maybe he'll have, you know, sort of different ways of doing things. And like you say, he might do some things we've been crying out for this season. You know, just on his record at at MK Doms, even um, factoring in the, you know, pretty disastrous season they've had this year, his record there was 83 games, uh, 40 wins, 15 draws and 28 defeats. And it gives him a win percentage of 48%, which tops Appleton and Robinson at Oxford. Um, and, you know, that's not over 10 games. That's 83. That's a that's a chunk of games there. Um, the only alarming, well, alarming, the only slightly negative thing, and it's, I guess it's fairly similar to Carl Robinson, is that his Dons team scored 125 goals but conceded 91 um, which, you know, is, is that was kind of the criticism of, of a bit of Carl, is that if the goals don't go in, we're conceding far too many. So I guess that's something he'll look at there. Um, but, you know, it's I, I, I'm happy, definitely happy with this appointment. Did you say, before we were recording, did you say he's 37? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. And like, we are very close territory to <laughs> me being older than the manager, and I don't like it. I know. I said, in my head... If the manager looked up into the stands and went, do you want to play? In my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can keep up with that stuff because <laughs> I'm only 35. I know yeah. that I couldn't. Like, realistically, I know that I couldn't. But it's yeah. when you start realising, like, if I were in this side, I would be like, oh, why are they starting him? I know. <laughs> Nightmare. That's mad, isn't it? 37. <laughs> and I guess if we just if we just touch on the process as a whole, as it's now done, um, but we had... The early front runners were so Liam Manning's name was mentioned early on, wasn't it? But so was Grant yeah. McCann, Michael Appleton, um, Chris Wilder's name. Another was Liam about. as um, well. Oh, is it Liam Richardson? Was yeah, it yeah, uh, Ellie, yeah, yeah, ridiculous way to spell it. <laughs> um, and uh, who was on that list? Um, oh, Nathan Jones as well. Um, and it, it kind of emerged at the end of last week, start of this week that there was a, a a final three of Michael Appleton, Grant McCann and, and Liam Manning. Um, and then it appeared yesterday for a long time that Grant McCann had been offered the job. He was coming in, it was done uh, mostly because of a, an article in the, I think the sun, you know, it's amazing. They were wrong about something. And, um, <laughs> but then last night, the Liam Manning, um, inter- uh, the Liam Manning rumor um, came about and, and now, yeah, here we are with, with the appointment. Um, so Yeah, which I, I think all clubs do this, where they they probably pitch a bit higher than is realistic. Hmm. Um, we talked about this on a pod a few weeks ago with, with Portsmouth and a few people going, I thought we'd just got Mourinho. If you thought that, you're an idiot. Yeah, like, that is bizarre. The, yeah. There was a reason we were linked with Wilder. He's managed us before, hmm. but he's out of our league. One could very easily argue that Nathan Jones is with his experience. Um, yeah. But then all of these that were linked, I would say, are realistic, but very ambitious. And I would put Liam Manning in the slightly closer to realistic, but still very ambitious. When you look at his win percentage, his experience, the way 
he sort of fits with our setup. I, I would say you were looking at it and going, oh, we're going to end up with someone we haven't heard of. Mm. And that, I mean, that was nearly the case. The other people we linked with sort of Des Buckingham was talked about. People did mm-hmm. like, there was a, a weird Oxford mail article where they said, John Massinio is not coming back. It, it, genuinely no one had said that that <laughs> should happen. Yeah. But, but anyone who would have been up for either of those two must be up for Liam Manning because the the argument would be he hasn't got as much as experience as some of the others. Well, those two have a, a very much smaller amount of experience. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say it's it's exciting and the the prospects are great. I'm curious to see what Chris Williams is going to do because he normally has like a a bit of a pun. He did Nelson's column. When there was when he was the captain and stuff like that, the the one the other day was short stories because it was Craig Short doing it. I, all I can think of is mansplaining, and I don't think that's the, it's probably not. The, yeah, no, it's not the route that that the club should be going down at this no, point in, no, probably, in society. Yeah, no, probably yeah, probably won't go for that one. And, and you know, you mentioned there about Wilder and Appleton. I, you know, I remember the Chris Wilder appointment and my first thought was, who? Who's that? Yeah. And uh, just being underwhelmed by it. And, you know, I think arguably rightly so. He'd been assistant at Bury, manager at Halifax, Halifax Town and not not really done much with, with, with Halifax. And I think maybe they got to a playoff final or something, but, but didn't win it. And then Michael Appleton was the ultimate one. I mean, this guy who'd, again, my initial thought was, who's that? And then you... Oh, I'll the- research him. I wish I hadn't researched it. That was the immediate thing, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Because you find he'd he'd been at. I think it was. I don't know the order, but I think it was Blackpool, Portsmouth, Blackburn. I don't know if that's the right order. And it basically been a disaster at all three. Yes, they were kind of very badly run. They were sinking at the ships. Time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think he was at a point where he's trying to break into management and just selecting any club that would give him a job. Um, but you know, after he left us as well, it. it kind of fold he went to Leicester City um as an assistant and then he ended up at uh, Lincoln City where they got to a playoff final but they lost and then had a bad year the next year and then um yeah he wound up at Blackpool again and um I think they were fairly low down the table weren't they and he, he got the boot earlier in the season so yeah I I really liked the the um kind of emotional thought of of Appleton returning but I think you know the 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 board would have gone through a thorough process with this. And it's it's worth remembering as well that um, I have seen a few things fly about saying, oh, Manning's probably the cheap option. I don't really know what that means. Well, I know what that means, but I don't know where that's possibly coming from. I mean, why on earth would an ownership who are going to bankroll a stadium, um, whose CEO said less than two weeks ago that we have a top six budget, arguably top four, I think he said, um, I would imagine, I have no idea what it is, but I would imagine Carl Robinson would need to have been given a fair amount of money to go in his compensation. The board, I don't think they're scared of spending money when it's when it's necessary. Um, and, you know, if your argument is, well, they've gone for the cheap option, if the other option was Michael Appleton, was he able to argue a massive wage then? I mean, if the board wanted him, they could argue him down if they were looking for cheap, but they could say, well, no, I mean, you've not been that great you need to take our job because you're not going to get offered many others so I don't know that they've they've gone for a cheap option here I don't think they have um you know he's 
well, I have no idea what our manager or League One managers earn, um, but I presume he'll be on he'll be on decent money. Um, Probably more than we are. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I I don't think that's anything to do with it. I really don't. And look, I'm not saying they've got the money to have gone and got Guardiola if they wanted to, uh, but I'm I don't think they've at all that they would have gone for um, someone who would just do it for very cheap money. They've gone through a thorough interview process. When these people enter interviews, the board or the people making the decisions will have a good idea of what they're expecting to be paid and that that will be figured out when they invite them for interviews and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think at all it's a cheap option. And um, it, I, I like it more as time goes on. I, I think it, it, it makes more and more sense. Um, but he's certainly got a big immediate job. Um and I yeah, want... and I think that's the thing. I'm I'm very excited for next season. It's yeah. about making sure he can do the rest of this season. I think there are five very winnable games we've got left, mm. um, and seven much tougher games. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. we, you know, we've yeah, we've lost to you know teams near the bottom, but we've also beaten Bolton and Ipswich and and it's like it's not a, an absolute well we're going to get steamrolled by by any of those teams we've got to look at winning those those five winnable games um mm. which off the top of my head I can't remember all of them but sort of Morecambe Cheltenham coming up very soon Accrington like those those games you've green. got to go yeah you've yeah. you've got to look at and and think we've got to be going for the win there but then if we can pick up points anywhere else as well, that would be sort of invaluable, really. But we were, yeah. we were also, we're talking as if we're taking in a manager when we're four points from safety. We're not. We're three points outside the mm. relegation yeah. spots. We, we've got to, like, we are in a battle. I'm not trying to say that we're, yeah. we're not. But it's better to be going, we've got to get, out of the relegation zone, it's better to be going, we need to stay as far from that as possible. Yeah, yeah, no, no, bang on. And um, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's it, it's a fairly, you know, straightforward objective. He's going to have to keep the, the team in the division. I, and I wonder if, you know, I wonder if there's been any kind of um, conversation around what happens if we do go down? I presume he's asked for assurances that I will get a shot at next season. managing League Two next season. Or has he said, I want to be able to walk away if you become a League Two club? I don't know. Um, you know, Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because from his point of view, with him leaving the last job when he did, yeah. would then the next thing on his CV being a relegation, that's not an attractive thing. So he, no. he probably would want the shot, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I think you're absolutely right, yeah. He's, um, oh, we should talk about his assistant who's coming in. So they've, it's Chris Hogg um, who's going to be his assistant. Um, and the other coaching staff are are staying as far as we know. Um, so Chris Hogg, I believe, was with him at MK Dons. Um, and that usually happens in managers, isn't it? They they bring with yeah, them yeah, yeah. people they, they know and trust and that sort of thing. A big part of his, um, I mean, I get, I just get this from Wikipedia. A big part of his um, appeal, I'd imagine, would be that he's quite focused on development of young players, which is obviously a big objective for the club. It, it actually mentions Declan Rice that when he was at West Ham's academy, um, Liam Manning, this is he was key in the development of Declan Rice, which is no bad thing. Um, 
So, no, again, in keeping, it's one of those things that you sort of worry about. Once, once Carl went, yeah, the men's first team was has not been good enough this season. But he was involved in sort of uh, making sure that players came through the academy. But he was at most of the academy games. If the first team weren't playing, he was at the academy mm-hmm. games. He was at the women's games. Same sort of thing, where you know he was he was making sure they were getting the support from the club that they should be getting because they are Oxford United. Mm. It's making sure that you you have that you don't lose that. And there yeah. are some managers that come in and they go, no, 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 I don't care what the rest of the club's doing. I'm going to get the first team winning. I, I don't know this to be true, but people like Tony Pulis, you can imagine that sort oh, yeah. of yeah, uh, like, no, 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 I'll do this. I don't yeah. care about anything else. And that's fine, it, particularly in a relegation battle. But in, yeah. in the long term, the progress that's been made in the academies and the women's team needs to keep on happening. And if they've got that investment in bringing through players in the past, I think, yeah, I'm absolutely all for that. Yeah. And, you know, I think it is right to a certain extent that, yes, the club should go after the right person, but the club should also say, look, do you, do the, does the way you work align with the way we want to work? Because you're our employee and there is a philosophy we have here. And if it's not what you believe in, thanks, but no thanks, we'll, we'll look elsewhere. So, yeah, I think the club should, to a certain extent, be very clear about this is the way we expect our um, manager, first team coach, whatever they're calling him, um, to, to to work. I guess another question is, do you think the club are going to bring in any sort of director of football role? Um, he worked with one at MK Dons. Um, and usually you find in the modern game that managers are either for that idea or against it. I think Carl Robinson was was notoriously not a fan of that sort of thing, um, but but worked with you know recruitment teams. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's know. an interesting I, yeah. one, isn't it? Because Tim Williams sort of said, um, "Firstly, oh, we sort of have one anyway. It just goes by a different name." Yeah. Um, but then he also said, "We're always looking at potentially doing that sort of thing." Mm. So he, he, I think he's a good talker, Tim Williams. <laughs> That's his job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> He, he answers questions very well and, and puts my mind at ease when I hear him answer questions. I'm not sure, like, those two seem to contradict each other to me. Yeah. Um, if that happens, then fine. Uh, I'm trying to think the last time we had something like that. Was it Joe Kinnear? Maybe, yeah. Did Ramon Diaz have one? I seem to I think... Do you know what? Well, he's the last manager of the month. Every time I hear that name, I'm like, oh, that's the last time we got manager of the yeah. month. Chris Wilder to... never got it. Map never got it. Carl never got it. That is, that is, I know we've done this, and I know this is the new manager pod, but it is worth saying again, I just find that astonishing that, that none of them... I mean, really? The Appleton 15-16 season, at no point was he deemed manager of the month. Really? No. I, I just find that amazing. Wasn't there a, a month that we, um, under Kyle, that we won 6-0 at Lincoln? Um, we had just won 4-0 somewhere else, or then we won 4-0 somewhere else. And then um, we were playing Steve Evans, and he said about, oh, they only score lucky goals. And then we tanked oh, them, like, yes. <laughs> like three or four. That was great. And it was yeah. like, all on the, in the space of a few days. Didn't win manager of the month at all. No. Strange. We must have annoyed someone somewhere. Um, but yeah. Conspiracy theories out. <laughs> but Manning won it twice last season. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll see if he can uh, can break the curse. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, as it stands, um, we're three points ahead. We've got 11 games to go, 33 points to play. Oh, was it 11? I thought it was 12. Yeah, go. I think we crossed the 12 game mark last Saturday. Um, so yeah, 11, we've got 33 points to play for. Um, Before he came in, and, and obviously he won't be in the, the dugout for the um, derby game, or he might be down there, he won't be picking the team or anything. We'll see what happens there. But since Carl uh, left, the performance at Lincoln, a big step up, but ultimately the same outcome. Are we taking that as a step forward? Or is it just like to be put behind us? It's it's another loss. Let's move on and see what Liam Manning can do. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, um, the, the thing is, is that for most of the report, I mean, I had I wasn't at that game and didn't didn't see it, but most of the reports, some like Jerome that sort of thing, said that it was an improved performance. That 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 was a correct assessment. That was we were better that day. But like you say, we still lost, and and you find that losing can sometimes just be a thing that is bred and is very hard to stop. The same with winning, you know. <laughs> um, it's just about finding that way and you know that first win is going to come from a really scrappy one nil when we're going to be holding on whistle's going to go and we're going to be relieved and then we can build from there i would love it to happen tomorrow um it would be amazing um and anyway, we should probably should mention we have a game tomorrow against a fairly big team um, a, a big team and it's scarily a decent time to play them yeah, um, but it should be mentioned as well. Apparently, there's heavy snowfall in Derbyshire. I'm not 100 percent that there's going to be a game on, but we hope. We hope there will be. I mean, if we get a week and then like his first game is because if you're his point of view, as you said, winning is 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 infectious. Losing is infectious. Yeah. So if you come in and take charge of of tomorrow's game and go right, okay, I'm now the boss. If you yeah. start with that losing thing, I would say it's probably more difficult to turn around, even though everyone knows he's not really had much to do with it. Yeah. It's probably tougher to turn around going yeah. into that next game than if he starts with a win, sits in the stands tomorrow. If we win, then brilliant. He's starting with momentum. Mm. If we lose, or even if we draw, you've got you stopped the rot there. Mm. If you lose. It's nothing to do with him then. Yeah. And then he well, starts afresh next week. Yeah. So if I if I were him <laughs> with all my <laughs> You almost are you're fifty percent him, just not the surname. Yeah. yeah. And obviously not as old. <laughs> yeah. Just so <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, yeah, as I said, derby wise, it's it seems to be an okay time to play them because they were oh, are they going to get into the top three? And then it's got to be one hell of a switch around now because mm. their last few results have have not been anywhere near what they need it to be. No. Um, <clears throat> but they and... lost to Plymouth, drew to Shrewsbury. They beat Cheltenham. They lost to Barnsley. It's just so inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and they, we've they been will... incredibly consistent. <laughs> Give us that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing as well. Derby will fully be expecting to beat us tomorrow, even with their, you know, in and out form. Um, everyone in the league now knows that we're not that 
good um and <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry carl <laughs> everyone in the league knows we're not that good uh so they'll be expecting to win um just depends on what we can find i think the players will hopefully be galvanized but there's a new there's a new leader in place um and that you know all the cliches are going to start, aren't they? Where they start playing for contracts, trying to impress him, blah de blah. So we'll see. You know, I think it's. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow, so I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, hopefully we can we can start to turn this around. I presume he's going to be watching from the stands. I wouldn't have thought. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he would be. Yeah, it, it should be an interesting one. One thing I would like to ask your opinion on is yesterday. It seems Craig Short. It's sort of announced through Oxford Mail. Yeah. I've put my name in the hat because I want to keep my job. Do you think that is like it? Just seemed like a really odd time to do it. He yeah. he obviously didn't know that this was about to happen, or was it? It just his way of of almost telling the fans, "I'm still committed to this club. I want to stay here." Yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe it came from. He must have got wind that an appointment was about to be made. Um, and, you know, understandably, um, when managers come in, they like to bring in their own people. Manning will is, is obviously bringing Chris Hogg in. Craig Short is looking around and thinking, well, there aren't thousands of jobs in football. I've, I I like this job. I like the club. I agree with you, though. It was, a, it was kind of a bizarre article. That The headline was bizarre. The story was strange. Because yeah. um, it felt like we were very much at the end of the process, even though we didn't know an exact name then. It was clear that we were we were coming to a decision, and suddenly he'd said he'd put his hand to the ring. What and it, and I thought, what did you do that today? Did, what do you mean you have at the start of this, or have you been interviewed? Or, um, yeah, I suppose he may have done right at the beginning. Said, yeah, if you're interested in me, then I'd like to stick around, yeah. and then that either just came out then or got picked up then in terms of mm. yeah it just seemed really odd timing when yeah. i mean at that point it was mcgann and you're like oh it's going to be mcgann like, yeah. everyone, everyone knows this now yeah and then all of a sudden it was like oh okay i'm a bit sad that you can't go if anyone can do it mccann can <laughs> yeah and i wonder and, and know, all we've got back is mansplaining awful yeah yeah that's all we've got yeah i wonder if in the next few weeks is what you usually see is um you know, rumor drips out of, of who was interviewed and how far they got, and you know, they, did they offer it to someone else? They turn it down. So that will all come out in the wash, I'm sure, in the next in the next few weeks. But you know, I, and I, I know I've seen online that there has been some you know reservations or negative comments about Manning's appointment. All I'd say is just look back to Wilder, look back to Appleton. You know, even Robinson, I wasn't, I, I hated that appointment, and and you know he. He, okay, we didn't we didn't get out of League One, but he he was far better than I ever thought he would be, um, and uh, a lot of us were very positive about Clotet's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so sometimes fans aren't right. <laughs> you, see, you haven't mentioned um, Waddock in that. List oh, of... sorry, yeah, Gary Waddock, yeah, the famous Gary Waddock. I yeah. feel like Gary Waddock is somebody we could get on this podcast because what the hell does he? What does he do now? Where He's, is he? he... Ah, in my head, he was at Cambridge. Is oh, he right, still there? Okay. Yeah. I feel like we could get Gary Waddock on this podcast and he could tell he us is about... a, I think it was you that pointed it out in, in our WhatsApp group today. Yes. Um, the the last Southern English manager. 
Yeah, because I, I I had in my head, I forgot, you know, with all respect in the world to Gary Waddock, I'm sorry, but I forgot you were here. So I, I had... I <laughs> but his, his record in his last eight games was better than Robinson's in his last eight games. Oh, that's true enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the answer to that was uh, Brian Tolbert, because I was thinking in my head, well, um, you know, Carl Robinson, Pep Clotet, Michael Appleton, Chris, Wild, well, Chris Wilder, uh, Darren Patterson, Jim Smith, and I was thinking, who was before that again? Oh yeah, the Ryan Tolbert. Yeah, I forgot the infamous eight-game streak of uh, of Gary Waddock. Um, and on the Which, note of Gary Waddock, <laughs> oh, what are you going to say? Because I've got well, I was somewhere say, else to go. We've, we've, we've got, got, two got a minute and ten seconds left on the recording, so we have to be rapid. But go on, go on, go on. Uh, I was going to quickly say it's discussed in the James Constable podcast, which you put me into, yes. uh, Fraser, and I've just blitzed it. Yeah, it's, I've meant to say, I, uh, I mean, Liam has just said it, but um, I don't know how I missed this. I was looking for a podcast to listen to, and I just thought I'd put on the podcast app, Oxford United, and this the James Consul podcast came up. I've, I, I just somehow completely missed this in November. If you haven't heard it, it is brilliant, and it's yeah, I loved like it. six one-hour episodes of his time at the club. It's so good. Please go and have a listen yeah. to it if you can. Anyway, yeah. Liam Manning's Yellow Army. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> All right, and goodbye. Bye. Oh, hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs>